0: t
1: Everybody will start now, the 3-2, fly ball, deep left field, back on a Jeffries and start, and it's gone, it's gone, it's a grand
2: slam for Kyler Murray, oh, no, Good, that's good, that's a good thing.
1: Our 3 Tiro in the morning show, spring game coming up tomorrow, 2.30 on Owen hey. Field, Kyler Murray statue unveiling 1130 30 tomorrow morning. Heisman Park going to have a uh, Kyler's going to be there for that. Dignitaries, if you want to come watch it. Our pregame coverage starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Who all's involved in this? T.J. Me and Steeler at Balfour. Who all's over at uh, Yo Pablo?
0: Yo Pablo will be a variety of characters. Tyler McCombus will be the one constant character. Um, <laughs> Yo, Pablo, Teddy will be by there. I think he's coming by like noon to one on Saturday. They are going to have Travis will be around on pregame. Um, They're going to have several of the. Um, I shouldn't say several. I don't know if it's one to twenty. I don't. You know, recruits will come by. They're supposed to have some of those guys coming by and stopping by and seeing them at some point during. Uh, pre-game. So there'll be a, a cast of characters, we shall say, there at Yo Pablo.
1: That is great. That is fantastic. That is... <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading something. It's just I need you to talk a little uh, bit Then he will
0: here. be back for post-game coverage at Yo Pablo. 4.30 to 6.30. Go by there. Grab you some uh, uh, dinner after the spring game. Uh, Tyler, Travis, Parker Thune... Uh, will all be there giving their thoughts on what they saw during the spring game.
1: That is
0: I'm still reading. He must be in trouble everyone. again for something we else. Can't. He said, no, 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 we weren't no, no, supposed no. to tell people Dylan was going to be in New York. <laughs> we had a whole thing created.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, no, I just, sorry. Uh, uh, all good. Bam. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. All right, TJ. Uh, It's time for a rousing rendition of Who You Got. Don't forget Teddy Lehman coming up live next segment. Yeah. Let's start with the spring game tomorrow. Offense, defense, red, white. Who ya got?
0: White, uh Defense is going to win this game. Yeah. It's rigged. Scoring will change halfway through if the defense is down. So... it'll come
1: down here's what it's going to come down to defense is going to be ahead by two okay closing seconds OU lines up for a 50 yard field goal to win it only to realize that if they make the field goal the defense gets more (laughs) points than they do
0: that's exactly exactly true
1: and they'll lose by three he'll drill a 50 yarder and they'll lose by three so uh, that's how this thing is going to end did you see tj that Auburn freshman basketball Jalen Williams is entering the NFL or the NBA draft. Oh, I didn't see that yesterday. Which brings into the possibility that the Oklahoma City Thunder could draft a third Jalen Williams.
0: Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? So then you'd Something have Something was in Williams, the water Arkansas. during that year with kids named Jalen, especially if Jay- their last name was Williams.
1: Jalen Williams, Santa Clara, and then Jalen Williams, Auburn. I'm, I'm hoping it happens. Just to drive Pinto crazy. It would drive you crazy.
0: <laughs> It's not easy. I mean, you, it would drive you crazy, too. Oh, it's right.
1: How about uh, James Harden last night, the old punch to the junk, huh? Yeah,
0: and then acting like afterwards he didn't do anything. Man, you can't do that. Like, watching that game last night, I love the NBA. I consider myself pretty knowledgeable on the NBA. But I have also found myself right now in a time period of the NBA where I just really dislike most everybody in this league. And it is hard (laughs) for me to watch a game. I can't stand James Harden, Joel Embiid. Like... All the top guys. Like then it went to Golden State, and I'm like uh, the Golden State game. I'm like I can't stand these guys, and it's not in a good Phoenix. Pistons type way. Yeah, Phoenix, Kevin Flippers. Durant, Booker. I can't stand either one of them. Lakers. Like, I, it's just I'm in a time period. Who's the most likable
1: team in the NBA right now that's still in the playoffs?
0: That's likable. The, who's the yeah? Who's the
1: easiest team for a? Yeah, who's the like, most I don't likable? Have a,
0: like, I don't necessarily have a problem with Sacramento, but they're just yeah, boring to me. Like, there's nothing like... Fox is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Sabonis is, is, is a very good... But I'm not drawn to them. Like... I don't There's have no any belief.
1: To root, like to root against them, right?
0: Though. But I have no belief they can win anything. That's probably part of the problem. I don't like M- Memphis right now. No, Jaws no, up, uh, Jaws Dylan Brooks. They're all driving me crazy. Minnesota, like, bunch of jerks. Last up night there. I just sat there staring at the TV, like I don't like any of you people. Celtics? How about the, the Celtics? Don't bother me. They're okay. a gritty good team. How about Both- the Knicks? I do like Jalen Brunson. Um, yeah, so
1: I could, I could, that would be fun if New York. Made a long run just because New York City get all fired up, but I yeah. Don't but it's know also more fun
0: when they do something spectacularly bad and then the Knicks fans melt down. So That's I true. root for that a little bit. But yeah, that game last night, uh, Harden's knocking people in the junk, and then you had another step over situation where Claxton wasn't going to step on Embiid, but Embiid like goes nuts and like him. starts pointing at his back, like what are you pointing at? Like I mean, Embiid like, like, it, kicked him in the in the stuff, right? You know? Yeah, so. Claxton. I, I didn't know, but yeah, James Harden acting like he didn't do anything. It's like you squared up, like straight-armed him into the junk. I mean, what do you mean you didn't do anything? Who you got?
1: Who you got? We're back to that. Um, OU Baseball at Texas this weekend.
0: I'll stick with what I said yesterday. Um, Sooners win one of two, and I hope I'm completely wrong about that, and we're talking about two of three or a sweep. You Sooners. want to tell me
1: which game it's going to be, or just leave it? I'm vague. going
0: to say um, I'm feeling really good about what he's brought to you the last couple of times. So I'm going to say Saturday. Brad uh, CarMichael's, Carmichael's been a ball. bulldog. I kind of like the attitude he's had and the way he's carried himself on the mound. So I'll go. I'll go Saturday's game.
1: Okay, uh, one of three is your prediction for OU baseball this weekend. Uh, all right. Before I ask you this next prediction, I got a little audio clip to play here.
0: It gives us a cool little leg up this time, you know. We're again, like I said, we're one and zero, so I think they're the ones that are a little intimidated at this point.
1: Anna Watson, Baylor softball, saying the OU softball team is intimidated because Baylor beat them earlier this year. OU Baylor softball this weekend. TJ, who you got?
0: My prediction. My prediction is pain. taking taking the Sooners in three run rule victories. By the way, I did look earlier when when you asked, they are all three ESPN+. Oh,
3: baby, what a shot!
0: We're going to hear that about 20 times this weekend. (laughs) I hope so.
3: Oh, baby, what a shot!
1: Yeah, yeah. this is going to be a sweep. The only question is, do we have a game go the distance?
0: I'm going to guess no. I'm saying they're all run rule wins. (laughs) Okay,
1: before we go to break, did you see the story? I think it came out late last night. It's a SI story. Uh, they talked to Billy Preston, the former Kansas player, basketball.
0: I haven't see seen thing about this pop up, no.
1: They did a story uh, with him talking about the whole Adidas, Bill Self, all that stuff situation. Right. And um, Billy Preston – was the guy in the middle of that, the player in the middle of that, took money from Adidas, ended up never playing at Kansas, and, uh, you know, what did Self get, a three-game, four-game suspension to start this year, something like that? He was supposed to play in 2017. Uh, He was asked if Kansas knew that Adidas associate T.J. Gasnola had paid around $89,000 to the family and everything. Quote, They wasn't blind to that, weren't blind to that at all. Um, He said, they ain't no victim. They knew what was going on, too. They put the whole thing together. They set it up. Like, KU was the whole reason we even met. Victim. If anybody was a victim, it was the family that Adidas preyed on. We left the school and weathered the storm, and never one time did I come out and say we're victims. When the reality is, if anybody is a victim here, we're victims of a corrupt system. We're a victim of college corruption, corruption that has gone on for decades before us and will continue to go on for decades after us. The whole thing for self in Kansas was, we didn't know Adidas was doing this. We're, they were doing it on their own. We had nothing to do with it. Right. Billy Preston now on the record has come out and said, Kansas set the whole thing up for me. Which everyone knew. Right. Everyone assumed and then thought that was probably the case. But Mm -hmm. now we've got like the guy in the middle of it confirming it was the case. Oh, well, water under the bridge. Uh, We've moved on. Or do we circle back here and Kansas gets hit again?
0: They don't get hit again. I think uh, I think, you know, punishment's been handed down. It is what it is. Uh, There's a lot of people outside of Kansas even wanting him to be quiet, though. We could have a Dateline situation coming up here soon.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. All right, let's take a break. Teddy Lehman's thoughts on tomorrow's spring game coming up next. He joins us live. It's the T-Row in the Morning
2: Show on a Friday. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Love you, Ted. Um, I missed you Saturday i know
1: spring game tomorrow we welcome in now butkus and Bednarik award winner and the man you can hear on the color call of the uh, radio broadcast tomorrow ted layman good morning ted
3: how are we doing gentlemen we're doing good
1: it's friday teddy
3: That's how right. are you
1: fantastic it's great to hear man great to hear great to hear all right let's talk spring game ted you got a show t- uh, later today by the way. Are you on your show later today?
3: Yeah, that's right.
1: All right three to six this afternoon if you can hear expanded thoughts from Ted Lehman. What will the biggest or what are the biggest storylines for you going into tomorrow's game?
3: Ooh uh, biggest storylines. Well, oh man we need uh, we need the defensive line to to really improve. To get better, to get better, getting to the quarterback, to be more disruptive. I think a storyline is is how does that all evolve uh, from a year ago, and and I include the the edge players in that. Uh, who's going to be our premier pass rusher? Who's going to be the disruptive force on the inside? I think moving uh, Jonah Luulu inside. There's I think there's a chance for him to have a, a possibly really good year. Big. Strong physical guys got some good length um, that you don't often see on the interior. I think that could be good. Um, I, I, D line's got to be a big one. Um, if you, well, just st- sticking defense. The uh, I think um, Woody Washington has locked up one corner, and we got a battle going on the other side. Uh, who's going to emerge? Could be a young guy. Josiah Wagner's been really good. Uh, you got Kendall Dolby there. There's a bunch of guys fighting for that spot. I feel like we got some good depth. Um, Mike Backer, that little battle going on, I think, is really interesting. Jaron Kanik and Obi McKenzie. Uh, you got two young players that, you know, are going to make a lot of mistakes, but both of them offer up some really good upside. Um
1: and they're different, you know, aren't they?
3: Yeah, yeah. Canick is, you know, he's he's more of an athlete, but he's raw. He hasn't played much linebacker, so he's still trying to feel his way around. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that's a little bit better in space, but he has a problem with, with trying to go a little bit too fast, I think, and it gets him out of position. And Kobe McKenzie has played linebacker, and he's he's more of, a, you know, in-the-box thumper. Right, he is... He is extremely physical, and you know he. But you know, right now he gives up a little bit in the passing game. But he's worked on his footwork a lot. He's really coming around. I think both of those guys, in time, are going to be excellent players. But right now they're kind of battling it out. So I think that's good. And um, you know, offensively, wide receiver who's going to be the big playmaker. Um, Andre Anthony Anthony's going to be a lot of people's first chance to see him. He's a burner. He's our best deep threat. Uh, he's taller Faruk, than I, I thought he was. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not a small guy. The wide receiver rooms, you know, they've got they've got a lot of um different options size-wise from mm-hmm. you know, from you know, 5'10 all the way up to like 6'5, 6'6. So you got a different looking group there and a bunch was, of guys was, offered
1: more like 5'7, 5'8 all the way up. Yeah. There. I don't yeah, know what Kevin Freeman is. He's pretty tiny.
3: I was going with maybe with the listed uh, height there instead of the actual. <laughs> but, you I'm know, sorry, I, I cut I you like off. That Go ahead. Group. No, I like that group. I think um, I I hope that both Andrew Anthony and Jalil Farouk are able to play off of each other. You know, Mims was our go-to last year, but we didn't really have we didn't really have a, a, a a really dangerous second option. Farouk kind of emerged into that at some point last year, but it took a long time for that to really uh, show up. I I think if both of those guys start off hot, they're going to be able to feed off of one another, being on opposite sides, and that's going to make it extremely difficult on the defense. And, you know, it's going to be fun to see who kind of fills in behind that. It's going to be hard to get snaps. It's a really competitive room. Nick Anderson, Jaden Gibson, you know, those guys are are fighting for for reps, Gavin Freeman. So uh, it's going to be fun to see that. And and the real storyline, though, is what does the uh, five-star quarterback look like, right?
1: Right. Yep. Yeah. What do you expect from Jackson Arnold tomorrow?
3: I expect several wow plays and maybe – Oh yeah, I forgot he's a freshman, uh, plays throw, sprinkled in perhaps. He's from from the very limited amount that I've seen, he is incredible. He's got really good athleticism. He's got a really big arm. Like a a um, effortless strong arm. Like it doesn't doesn't look like he's put, putting much effort into it and it just, you know, he's got a ton of velocity. I always try and, or, uh, kind of compare it to Baker. Like when Baker's got a a strong arm, but whenever he throws an out route, it's like he puts his entire body into it. Mm -hmm. But Jackson Arnold's a little bit different. Like he's got incredible velocity, but it, it almost just looks like a flip of the wrist. So, um, just, just really, really good stuff there from him. And, you know, I, He's, he's oddly, at least to me, maybe it was my, my uh, you know, I was, for whatever reason, thought he was smaller. He's actually a pretty big guy. You know, I don't know what he's listed at, but I feel like he's probably 6'2", 200-plus 200 pounds, 210 pounds. Um, you know, he's not a small guy. And uh he's got a lot of good things to show. So I'm 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 really anxious to see what he looks like in what's gonna be the closest to a game atmosphere we can offer up.
1: There's three five stars in this freshman class. Yeah. Peyton Bowen, PJ Atabaware. What do you think? You know, we're a long ways from opening day. Are those guys gonna be factors this year or is this just kind of a red shirt learning year for them?
3: Well, it's hard to say. I think I think Atabare has a chance. You know, he's um, – like, that position is is tough. You know, it's, um, it's kind of a different world than, than what you have in high school when you're just able to run around a, you know, 220-pound offensive tackle. But uh, he's come along quickly, and he's got – he's just got physical traits that you just don't see every day. So I think he'll make up a lot of ground. He's definitely going to be on the field – um, how big of a factor, we'll just have to wait and see. We, we're not going to have to wait long with him. He's, he's going to be an incredible football player. Uh, we'll just see how quickly that development takes place. And I would say Peyton Bowl, we're going to see him out there. Uh, I actually really like the depth at safety, um, and I think, it's, I think it's a positive that we don't have to have him out there. I feel like a lot of times here recently – we've been at a position where like, whenever we have a top recruit come in, it's like go out there and, and save us. We don't have anyone else at the spot and you're putting guys out there before they're ready. And that's not the case right now, and I, which I think is a good thing. So if we do see him out there, it, it means that he is, he's he's doing the right things. He's making the right decisions. he's He's able to understand the defense and make the adjustments. So, he's going to play all those guys are going to play it's just a matter of how much and it's going to be more on the mental side for all of them because physically they've all got it
1: yeah pj adabuare has the wow factor to him when you first see him yeah Uh, i walked out yesterday i was like whoa who's 34 but that doesn't mean he knows what he's doing yet um What is most concerning about this football team for you as of right now?
3: Um, Offensive and defensive line. I think that, you know, uh, specifically defensive line. You know, offensive line, I think, has a chance to be really good. But we are – we're really thin at some spots. Um you know, if, if we have everyone starting and we stay healthy, I think they're going to be really, really good, but you know, it doesn't take much for us to get really thin, really fast. And that could be a problem. And I, at the end of the day, I believe that this, this team will go as the offensive and defensive line goes, uh, uh skill guys. I think we're good quarterback. We're good. I. Right it's it's going to be offensive line and defensive line and that's not just this year that's transition to the SEC uh we we've got to get where we can dominate the line of scrimmage and i think we've got we've got some good signs that we can get there but you know it's just we got to stay healthy right now we don't have a whole lot of depth so that's what i'm really uh really watching
1: is it going to be Justin Harrington at cheetah you think
3: yeah yeah he's He's had a really good spring. I love him. I think he's. I think he's got a chance to be a superstar player. He's got just rare physical traits. I mean, he's a he's a secondary player. He's played corner. He's played safety, and now he's playing cheetah. He's six three plus, almost two hundred and twenty pounds. Uh, just a physical freak, athletic. Can jump, has great length, plays with great energy. And he's and he's he's really starting to get this this position down. If he continues to improve, I, I honestly believe he can become a superstar.
1: One more question. We'll let you go. Uh, everybody excited when they landed Desan McCullough. Seems It sounds like listening to your show, you've got some reservations there. Maybe right now.
3: Well, yeah, I do. A, a lot of people have, you know, really come out and been really hard on the kid. I'm just saying it ta- it's going to take some time. He's he's never played out in space. He, you know, he um, he's an edge guy. He's played on the edge, and now they've moved him to Cheetah, which is, you know, I I don't it's it's more secondary than it is backer. He's six foot five. He he's never, you know, like all of the, the movement, the drops, the footwork, all of that stuff is completely foreign to him. He doesn't have the muscle memory out there just to be able to transition smoothly into what essentially is a secondary position. It's going to take a little bit of time. He's athletic. Um, he's he's physical. He's got great length. I think he can be really good. I think it's just it's just gonna take a little bit of time. You just gotta have some patience with him. New defense that is not easy to learn. You know, new new teammates, new new city to live in. Uh like there's a whole lot of new right now for Deshaun McCullough. I'm just I'm just saying it's gonna take him some time, which is fine.
1: Who will be the uh, who's your pick to click who are we talking about on Monday? Ooh. Well, I'll give you mine gonna... while you think about it. I think it's okay. going to be Caleb Hicks. Yeah, I didn't give you long to think
3: about it. Sorry. Well, I no, think... that's that's a that's a good one. There's going to be a lot of people talking about him. Everyone's going to be talking about Jackson Arnold. So right. I I don't know if you want to take that. Uh, like that's a pick to click. You can't I'll say, say Angel Anthony. Okay. Angel Anthony. Not a lot of people know about him. Um, He's going to be new for everyone. He's a great deep ball guy. I think there's a chance he catches two or three deep balls in, and everyone's like, wow, who's this guy? Give me Andrew Anthony.
1: Sooner radio broadcast tomorrow. Pre-game show starts at 2 o'clock. Teddy will be in the booth with Chad. Unless Caroline Eichert goes into labor, (laughs) then he'll be on the sidelines as well. Will I see you tonight, Ted? No. Okay, then I'll see I, you tomorrow. I got to
3: do the show until six, and the event starts at five thirty. And then, yeah, that's true. I like, driving from Riverwind to Omni. I think I would get there as everyone's walking out.
1: That's fine. I'll see you tomorrow then. Thank you, Ted. Have a good All show right, today. Zero. Yep. See, see you later,
3: Teddy Layman, ladies. Um, and but yeah, I missed you too. Missed you too.
1: Take a break. Six thirty or eight thirty-three in the morning. It's a Friday. Back to more of your text messages when we come back. Back after this.
2: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: Other Big 12 baseball series starting tonight. OSU's at Kansas. TCU at West Virginia. That one's interesting. Baylor goes to Texas Tech this weekend. K-State, the team in non-conference play this weekend. They're out in California to take on UC Irvine. Sooners Longhorns tonight, 7 o'clock, 6.30, pregame right here on the Ref. Taylor Maples has you all weekend for Sooner Baseball down in uh, Austin, where it's weird. NBA tonight, 6 o'clock, Boston at Atlanta. Celtics up 2-0, 7.30. Cavs at Knicks. Series tied 1-1, 8.30, Denver at Minnesota, Denver up to zip. All right, Teach, what do we got? Anything good you like on the text line there we want to hit before? Uh... By the way, we do not have Chris Plank today. What? Yes, he is doing a national show till 9.
0: Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant for his show, too. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, uh, No. <laughs> I already got confusing enough the other day, so... Uh, What we have on the text line is not the text line. Quickly, before I get to the text line, this week's Pet of the Week brought to you by Dr. Otto University Animal Hospital and OKK9 Corral is Annabelle, 53-pound spade, female pit bull terrier, three years old, gray and white in coloring, Annabelle has a sweet searching has sweet searching eyes and a hopeful smile. Her smile is contagious and you'll be smiling when Annabelle is around. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a big O smile. Um, she looks very protective of the toy too. she's gotten one of her pictures. What so. is that? I don't know. I, I thought it was a uh, piece of concrete at first, but I think it's a squeak toy but that's just gray. It so. looks
1: like she has dug up a non-detonated device of some sort.
0: <laughs> Maybe she's a bomb dog. I don't know. <laughs> she's saving the world. Yeah. Uh, big smile. So. Very cool markings. Uh, the mask or uh, the face is almost like a Zorro mask. It's like mm-hmm. a full white muzzle, but then just uh, dark uh, gray around her eyes and her ears, like she's wearing a, uh, a mask or something. So, uh, Annabelle, like they said. Uh, Sweet searching eyes and a hopeful smile. You can see Annabelle, the other pets what available at the Norman Animal way Shelter. way to describe a dog. <laughs> 3428 South Jenkins Avenue, 405-292-9736. Adopt a pet.com around the state if you want to check out the shelters near you.
1: Annabelle looks like she knows her way around a weight room too.
0: Uh, yes, she is. Uh, she is a. She would win in the tug of war with the toy. There's no doubt about it. Correct. No doubt yeah. about it. Thank you, Dr. Otto, University Animal Thank Hospital. Thank you, Dr. And Otto. OK, Canine Corral. Uh, text line. Uh, TJ needs to get him some Keds. Keds? Keds were cool back in the day. They, uh, are they still around? Wasn't that what the... No, that was Capas. that you snap the triangle into the side of your shoe and change the you colors? You have the
1: different colors to yeah, match whatever yeah. you were wearing that day. Uh, yeah, I think that was Capa. What are kids? You know, I've talked about this before. I was a big K. Swiss guy in high school. Yeah, right. Well, that, they were shoes, popular
0: K-Swiss. during that time period. Andre Agassi, mm-hmm. wasn't he a, a K. Swiss, yeah. Swiss guy? Yeah, he made them popular. I don't know if kids are still around. Uh, so Dylan Gabriel will be invited to New York City. Toby has demoted him. Last year, Toby said he would win the Heisman. You sunshine Uh pumpers just never stop. Every year you to predict, oh, you will be the champion of the world. Incorrect.
1: I would like to remind you, I am back in my more comfortable role now here on The Ref. Last year, it was the afternoon show that was the optimistic show. And last year, this show, TJ, I was like, eh. There's a lot of new guys. There's a lot of new coaches. There's a lot of new, I don't. you know, this is. it is possible this doesn't work out. That, is, that was this show that was last true. year. You said that. You did. I'm not telling you I haven't been, you know, in the past made some terrible predictions. And this may prove to be a terrible prediction. I'm just telling you, I'm riding a hunch here. I think that uh, they're going to be better this year. And I think Dylan Gabriel is going to put up a bunch of numbers in this system. And uh, I like their schedule. I think there's a chance
0: that um, that he's there. And how's this for sunshine pumping, Texter? Uh, I'm not feeling so great about this season. So take that and <laughs> shove it in your sack, mister, or whatever the saying is. <laughs> so what you're saying is when Jackson Arnold throws the ball, it will just mean more. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Whiskey Myers! Yes, that was Whiskey Myers Mm -hmm. last hour. It would
1: be interesting to see if there is a way to get Jackson If Dylan's playing well, doesn't need to be replaced. If there is a way, other than in like a blowout, to get Jackson time. Like, is there something different he could bring to the field for a different package once in a while? I don't know. I do... He's a little bigger and stronger than Dylan, so maybe there's some short yardage stuff, but that's not what you're going to end up using him for. You know, he's a, it's throwing the football, so I just don't know if there's a different way that he can help. Maybe there is, I just I'm curious about that. If Dylan's playing well, he might very well replace him if he's not. This one
0: says Celtics all day long, boys.
1: All right. They
0: actually don't play until six tonight so billy preston better start running from john rody <laughs>
3: uh
0: this one just says teddy layman is a chump wow <laughs> rocky's
1: listening this morning <laughs> <laughs> What was that
0: about uh, i don't know i don't know i may just be messing around traber <laughs> leave us alone you heard it here, folks. I heard it here first, folks. Teddy says the ball just looks different coming out of Arnold's hand. <laughs> does. does. Looks different. Over, under on attendance, 46,450. What are you taking? I'll take the over there.
1: I don't think they're getting to the 75 that Ohio State had, but I'll take the over on that number. I think 50-plus. You? I'm taking the over.
0: Yeah, I'm taking the over.
1: I think people are excited. They're excited uh, about Jackson, they're excited about Kyler. Uh yeah, people know how to put a jacket on or a sweatshirt or something. It's not going to be terrible tomorrow.
0: It'll be fine. This text. I like spaghetti cuz my mom always made it. <laughs> I wish we had that drop. <laughs> it's in here, but I it's Tyler's thing, so I don't I yeah. wouldn't steal it from That's him, right. so. Um. Let's see here. What else do we have? So we stole Hughley from Jeff Capel. Yeah. Right. That's right. He was a pit. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person with the uh, office—it's at the northeast corner of the stadium. They say. Cool. And the mini train still oh, there. there is. Down in Broken Bow. So all right. Go ride the train. Hope it down. Hope ride it down. the train. Yes. Yeah, very good.
1: Okay, break time. One final segment for the week when we come back, 405-651-3439. If you want to chime in here at the buzzer,
2: we'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland. TJ Perry and Chris Plank brought to you by orthostat injuries aren't convenient, but orthostat is orthostat convenient orthopedic care seven days a week. No appointment needed now with a crossover. Here's Toby Roland, TJ Perry and Chris Plank. No plank show today.
0: You know Why? Why? He's intimidated by Baylor. He can't even show up today for the cro- uh, crossover. Shaking in his boots. Shaking, scared, nervous about tonight's game.
1: He is, he is uh, uh, by the Brazos in his hotel room right now, shivering in fear.
0: I was, uh, I was actually sitting there at that break dialing his number, and then I'm like, all right, when I was about to hit the last number, I'm like, oh, yeah, Toby said he's not coming on with us today. Yeah.
1: He got a last-second national call this morning, so he's uh, so he's competing with us right now somewhere on the dial. I'm not exactly sure where. One of the several outlets he works for. Um. All right. Well, here's what's coming up. I'm excited this afternoon. I'm gonna sit down with uh, K1. What do What, what, what do you want to know from Kyler? Teach. What question you want me to ask Kyler today?
0: Um. Can't say certain words on the radio. Mm, clean it up, man. I want to know how much of a you know what Cliff really was. Okay. Actually, I mean, I don't. I mean, we know a lot about Kyler. I, you know what? Ask him if it ever crosses his mind. What if I had gone baseball instead? Something along those lines. If he ever thinks about baseball, if it's just completely gone for him. Done. Done. It'll be asked because, as I've said all along, I've always thought he would have been a better baseball player than football player, and I think that's—I think I'll be proved out to be right yeah. on that. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> what was his last contract he signed for? Not enough. Baseball it would have been 500 million.
1: He would have been playing in front of 14, 15 fans in Oakland-Alameda Coliseum. He be
0: headed to Vegas. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to have possum spray and some other things with him when he goes out to to play, but.
1: I'll never forget that flight back from Tallahassee. OU had been eliminated in the uh, NCAA regional and the Major League Baseball draft was going on while we were in the air. And you know that point TJ you're supposed to put your phone on on uh
0: do not uh, disturb flight mode, mode, yeah.
1: Flight mode. But not everyone was obeying the rules apparently. Because we started to descend, and when you reach that point where a cell tower picks up, a message popped up on somebody's phone. I can't remember who it was. That Kyler had been selected number seven overall by the Oakland A's and yelled it out to the rest of the plane, and everybody goes crazy. Very cool. It was to be in the presence of someone. Because that was a – I mean, we thought he would probably get picked. Not that high. To be in the presence of someone, they found that out. I mean, he was just grinning That's from ear cool. to ear. Did the quick interview when he landed and everything. And I thought at that time, this I mean, he's going baseball.
0: Right, right. That high of a draft pick,
1: sure. But I don't know if you remember this. He ended up going number one overall in football.
0: <laughs> even higher. Even, even higher. Uh, yeah. Toby's not asking all these gaming questions. We're getting a lot of uh, gaming questions here on the text line. But one would like to know, Master Sergeant says he would like to know if K-1 has seen the Super Mario movie yet. <laughs>
1: I gotta ask that. <laughs> uh,
0: the others are Xbox, PS5 guy. Yeah. So. I got
1: some. Qu- I got questions coming in on, on the text line. Everybody's got. Yeah. So, uh, what's the gaming question that they want asked?
0: Um, if he's a PS5 or an Xbox guy, is the one here, uh-huh. and then the Mario. Okay, I got a limited amount of time here, people. Come on, okay, people. we're not gonna we're gonna, gonna venture silly. off into the gaming
1: world here. I know, he's a big gamer, though. Maybe. Maybe. He'll be gaming while we're doing the interview. I don't know.
0: There is a text here. You may know this. Um, I haven't heard anything, but someone asking on here, I'm, I'm assuming a lady, if uh, there's been any news yet on BB's ladies' camp.
1: I haven't heard anything. I, it is happening.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's during I have the not summer heard. sometime, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah it, yeah. Was, yeah, it was while I was on vacation last year because Chris did it, remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. I think maybe, or maybe it was, uh, maybe we were in Omaha. Anyways, June or July. I believe last year, so.
0: We'll have info coming up soon. As sure. soon as they give us info. It was we'll, very we'll let successful, you know. so I know they're going to do it
1: again. Um very cool.
0: Tommy Tubbs
1: asked uh, says ask him who was his favorite coach to date and why. I don't think he dated any of his coaches
0: that we know of. But I'll ask anyway. It's a joke. <laughs> uh we do have a football question for you here. Um, since you were out there and saw them with all the newcomers and transfers, how was the team chemistry?
1: Chemistry's great. Uh, honestly, they didn't do any scrimmaging or anything yesterday, so I didn't leave with a huge impression on anybody. They did uh, some drills. They did, like, team drills and stuff, and then they started their walkthrough for Saturday. So I didn't get to see any actual scrimmaging, which I was a little disappointed in, but I should have picked a different day if I wanted that. So. Uh, no, that, I mean, look at the video they put out last night and then with the Jeopardy and then, you know, you can tell there what the team chemistry is like. So, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that was fun, fun, but with a highly competitive edge. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So. 10 a.m. tomorrow morning coverage on the ref here, spring game, pregame show from both Yo Pablo and Balfour. We'll take you all the way up till two. Post game coverage from Yo Pablo afterwards as well. Uh, Baseball tonight in Austin and tomorrow we'll have the baseball games all weekend for you here on the Ref. ESPN Plus for me tomorrow with the great Keith Jackson, Teddy, Gabe, and Chad on Sooner Radio tomorrow. Pre game show starts at two. I hope to see many, many, many of you out there tomorrow around campus, Balfour, statue ceremony. Please, if you listen to the show, if you love, if you're a part of the Ref Army, stop, let me know. Love to meet people. Let's have a fun day tomorrow, everybody. Have a great weekend.